This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, episode number 1527. We are wrapping up our chronological look at the novel Star Wars Last Shot by Daniel Jose Elder. And with your, so- <laughs> with your top seven takeaways. I swear to you I'm going to get through the rest of this with little to no verbal hiccups. But we're just going to get to it. Your seven top takeaways. And again, this novel has been out for a few months. So no spoiler warnings necessary, right? You know, you know it's just... You've had enough time. <laughs> anyway... Here are the things that, as a story aspect of your experience of Star Wars, that you're probably going to want to know, particularly as they pertain to Han and Lando and some other elements that you might be familiar with from the movie. So first of all, this whole thing starts in the now period, just a couple of years after the events of the Aftermath novels, when Fizengor attacks Bespin. And it makes it seem like it isn't actually Fizengor. It turns out it is Fizengor, and you don't find that out until later. But Lando is given 72 hours to find Fizengor and find the Phalanx Redux Transmitter, or everybody on Bespin will be killed. And so... It turns out, as I said, you know, this is a bit of a dodge because Fizengor actually was there. He doesn't need to be found. He just needs help tracking down the transmitter. And so ultimately why Fizengor is really there, because we know that he is going to launch this droid apocalypse that he's been talking about. So your second, second top takeaway is the fact that there is now a Calrissian Enterprises and Lando is making all sorts of uh, domestic droids, basically, like <laughs> calf makers, for example, coffee makers. And it almost has a little bit of an Internet of Things vibe in the sense that this is how Fizengor is going to unleash his droid apocalypse by having all of these household devices be the things that turn on all of their organic human masters. And it actually does put little Ben Solo at risk for a brief moment when his coffee maker decides that he is going to kill Ben Solo. Well, it's not just a coffee maker, it's a whole cuisine droid. But yeah, they managed to, of course, save the day. And so little Ben Solo gets to continue to live his life to become Kylo Ren and all that fun stuff. Now, your third top takeaway has to do with probably the most outrageous element of this novel. And this is the one where, look, if you're going to suspend disbelief anywhere, if you're going to be asked to do so, it's going to be to accept the possibility of an Ewok as a slicer or as a hacker. But I will say it's done because of what we're going to talk about in tomorrow's episode, which is just the fact that this is a darn fun novel to begin with overall. And the Ewok is actually one of a number of people that's being trained by Condor Kyle, and you might remember him from the Aftermath novels. He has now moved on from just being a slicer to being head 
of a counterintelligence situation within the New Republic, uh, like a cyber warfare kind of situation. So he has trained a number of people, and Peekpa, the Ewok, is one of his most promising recruits. And so Peekpa gets taken on this mission to help out. And it turns out that Peekpa had a sister at the Battle of Endor who was saved by none other than Chewbacca. So there's a neat little adoring Ewok Wookiee situation that happens, which is a great little throwback to the events of Return of the Jedi. There's another bit of a throwback to Return of the Jedi as well, and it has to do with our fourth top takeaway, and that's the fact that if you recall how L3 was inserting a seed of doubt in the programming, as it were, and wanting to work on a quote-unquote, you know, retrovirus, a way to fight the phalanx redux transmitter if it actually got itself going you know by creating at least one droid and being able to have that droid replicate itself well the droids did replicate themselves and they became the l3 assault team and not only did they happen to save lando's bacon near the end of things they also did it in a way that was reminiscent of lando flying out of the death star as it was exploding behind him in return of the jedi similarly the l3 assault team is able to drag him out of the phalanx redux transmitter as it is exploding because he has added thermal detonators to a jet pack to try and get the thing to fry itself. Your fifth top takeaway happens to be the fact that the phalanx redux transmitter itself is sentient and turns out that it is being operated run by the very first droid that Faison Gore decided to give organic arms to. And so he's finally decided, um, I don't know that I really agree with what Faison has in mind anymore. And so it's actually trying to self-destruct itself and not being very successful. It's just ultimately shedding parts and <laughs> um, behaving erratically. But unfortunately, it's not enough, but it does get its wish because Lando is able to blow it up after all. And I'm going to tell you about two major takeaways related to Han and Lando and their personal relationships after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom Solo A Star Wars Story inspired Nissan with the best in Galaxy customizer. Just go to SW7x7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars inspired vehicle. And don't forget, Solo A Star Wars Story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. All right, so your sixth, sixth, why? Your sixth top takeaway is the fact that Han is dealing with some serious, very serious negative feelings about his self-worth as a father and as a husband. He's just completely down on himself in this novel in terms of how he's thinking about himself in relation to Ben Solo and in relation to Leia Organa and you know all the other stuff that he's doing in the novel he's doing just fine so all that's good but just he can't figure out why he is so bad at being a dad he actually is almost nervous about being a dad still two and two years and change later he's just having the worst time of it and having to 
beg for Leah's, Leia's help with, you know, figuring out why he's so bad with this, but he can barely even talk about it because he just can't talk about his feelings. It's not something that he's really willing and able to do. Just constitutionally, he's not able to do it. And he manages to finally break through and crack a little bit with that toward the end of the novel, which is a very nice and poignant moment. And the seventh top takeaway is that Lando, who has been the freewheeling, free-loving smuggler and scoundrel for so long, actually makes a commitment to someone by the end of this novel. And her name is Kasha, and she is a Twi'lek. Twi'lek? Twi'lek? Oh, God, I've heard it so many ways. So here we go with pronunciation on Star Wars 7x7 again. Anyway... He has said that, hey, you know, I am still a scoundrel, that's who I am, but I'm going to be your scoundrel. And it seems to be one that, you know, is presented as something that's going to take, as something that he is actually willing to settle down and commit to. And that, of course, has implications for us when we look at episode 9 and knowing that Billy D. Williams is going to return as Lando Calrissian. Was it possible that we will see Kasha Bastine in this movie as well. That would be rather fun to see him married and settled down with the same one that we saw him <laughs> discover his love and affection for or rediscover his love and affection for inside the novel Last Shot. I think that would be a tremendous way to tie the novel to the movie. So I hope they do manage to pull that off. And that is going to do it for our chronological review of Last Shot. And in tomorrow's episode, we will give you the actual review review, the critical review, as it were. So for now, I just have to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And if you're not subscribing to the podcast, then by all means, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, you can do that wherever you'd like to get it. Please do subscribe so that you get the next episode without even having to think about it. And the only other thing I have left for you to say is, again, thank you, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.